Hello and welcome to After Horror with me, Paul. And me, Mike. Uh, right, in this inaugural episode. Inaugural. It's a good word. Yeah. I like it. I think Strong. I pronounced it wrong. But... Inaugural? Inaugural. Yeah. In this first one. <laughs> I got told off once. When I was working in a call centre. Yeah. And um, I was told to like sell this event to to teachers and it was like yeah you, you're gonna make it sound really fancy you're gonna make it sound like it's a grand thing and i was like cool so i was calling like you're, you're actually been invited the the inaugural um event of this uh of this thing and i got pulled aside and said you're using words that are too complicated i was like for you yeah. <laughs> not for teachers wow. anyway uh th- this will happen a lot oh yeah yeah for sure sorry no people who don't like that that old that old pre-podcast waffle no, that's got to be had. Yeah, you're in. You're Sometimes in. the best part of any podcast. <laughs> Definitely, this, this one's going to be all pre, all pre, yeah. all pre waffle. Waffle goes to waffle. Waffle, yeah. waffle begets waffle. The he who controls the waffle controls the universe. Very true. Anyway, in this inaugural episode, that's a great word. I, well, nice, yeah. I like it. I thought we could uh, just generally discuss the genre. Favourite yeah. movies? I reckon we can nail that in half hour. Easy. Done. <laughs> you like horror? Have I got a what? You like horror? I like. I do like horror. I do like horror, Paul, but I I like horror when it when it's either genuinely spine-tinglingly like, terrifying, it messes with my worldview um, and scares me, genuinely, um, or it's like a schlocky B-movie, like Troll 2. Like it's got to be, it's got to be mad, or it's got to be terrifying. Yeah. Or and my favorite, my actually my favorite, my favorite horrors are probably horrors that are either have an incredibly interesting meta narrative, like Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Or um, something that's kind of mixed with something else, so like a horror thriller, um, or horror adventure, or, or something like that. So like a Quiet Place, um, I just bought on Blu-ray and watched again, and it's just as good. Well, it isn't just as good. It's it's almost as good as watching it, it in the movie. Um, I'm going to use a term. In the movie. In the movie. In the movie. When you're watching it's a, it, it's a modern classic. Yes. I can't stand that term. <laughs> but it is. What are you going to do? Yeah. So uh, so yes, I do. To uh, to answer that question. Absolutely. Succinctly. Excellent. What about you? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I can say. Is that I'm, why you started a podcast? Uh, it might be. <laughs> it might be why. It'd be brilliant if you fucking hate it. <laughs> it really would. Yeah. Also, you know, when you're sitting in this environment, it kind of. Uh, yeah. Screams horror. Ah, that's good because you've got a scream mask. You like it? I've got several. Actually. I like that. There's multitude. Yeah, it really masks. Michael's horror. Oh, I like it. Because a... never mind. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, what are your what's your favourite kind of? Ah, I mean, my favourites are going to be pretty obvious to any horror fan, really. Scream, Halloween, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Exorcist, Blair Witch Project. That's pretty divisive. I can't get behind The Exorcist. Can you not? No. I think think it's because I've... I saw so much parody of it. That's the problem. Before I saw it. Yeah. And it was like, ah. Yeah, that is an issue. Ah. Particularly with that. Yeah. It's it really is a masterclass in horror. Yeah, genuinely. Okay, might give it another go. You should, you should. Maybe. Well, maybe we can put it on this podcast and then. I think we should. Yeah. Maybe that should be the first. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. The first uh, watch. Yeah. To review. What was the first film that like truly scared you? <laughs> it's a film called Watcher in the Wood. I don't. Is, I've not seen it. It's a Disney film. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, strangely, I'd seen. Poltergeist, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, uh, Halloween, all before I saw this film, right? 
And the Watcher in the Wood terrified me. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen it. Man, I don't even know why it scared me, but right. it did. And I bought it within the last year and I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Not because I'm afraid to, <laughs> but because I'm worried that it won't live up to how I remember it being. Well, it probably won't. But you've exactly. got to... That's what being an adult is, shattering the illusion of childhood. Who wants to be an adult? No one. No one. But unfortunately, we've got bills to pay and, you know... That's true. We jobs do. to do. <laughs> jobs are a problem. <laughs> yes. They are. Um, but yeah, I mean, mine are, mine are really obvious and for really obvious reasons too because they're all stone-cold classics. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anything a bit obscure? Mm, yeah, I mean, I like Starry Eyes quite a lot. Okay. Not many people have heard of it. No. <laughs> it's not that old. Maybe, yeah. Maybe two or three years. I can't remember. But it's... Uh, it's got so much atmosphere to it. Yeah. It's a real slow burn, like, uh, from start until the, like the, maybe the last 15 minutes where it just goes batshit crazy. Yeah. Nice. Which is excellent. Um, also, Kill List. Okay. So yeah. Kev- Kevin Wheatley. Yes. I, I haven't seen it, but I've, I know that it's a film. Fantastic. <laughs> but if you watch it, make sure you have a comedy lined up. Really? To watch after, because it is dark. Right, okay. It's uh, it's a real weird... It leaves you feeling really weird. I felt like that about uh, Necromancer. I've not seen that. It's just, like, it's just dark. Like, it's... Uh, my, my friend My friend goes through stages. He's kind of like my, my horror guru, a guy called uh, Kev, Kev Barakloff. He's a mytheron on most things. He does, like... Um, he's sort of well he's a very seasonal guy uh, and what I mean by that is like he'll kind of pick a thing and then he's like we're doing this now and he was really kind of into the uh, the Clive Barker genre for oh, a okay. bit and films that are kind of inspired therein so obviously we watched all the Hellraisers um, and then he was like oh this is kind of a Hellraiser inspired film uh, called Necromancer and it like just just super fucking disturbing just super disturbing and just, yeah, just left us all feeling like, ugh. Uh, I like Disturbing. Have you ugh. seen Martyrs? I haven't seen Martyrs. Have you seen ABCs of Death? Yes. So I've, I mean, I've not seen any of the real shockers like a Serbian film or anything like I've that. I've not seen a Serbian film. Um, But I've, that's the first film that I've had to skip through. Yes. And like, are we can we, do we talk spoilers? Yeah, we can go. Okay, full, cool. I think we go full spoiler. It's very hard so, not to. So I think it was, I think it was the letter L. I think it might have been L, but I'll describe it and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I Lust. think I already do, yeah. And so there's a situation where these two Japanese guys are sat on these chairs that have a spike on the bottom of them. The spike will go up through you and kill you. Um, and the game, and I put that in inver- inverted commas, um, was to masturbate to whatever was, was in front of you. So it started off as it was a, a girl kind of like gyrating against them and then it was a guy, then it was an old lady and then it was like animals and then it got to a child and I couldn't, I just, I just, I, it's the first time I've ever gone, no, 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 can't Same. do it. Yeah, my wife and I turned it off yeah. at that point and uh, haven't gone back to it, to tell you the truth. Right, okay. I mean, the, the, the films that are afterwards are pretty, are pretty, pretty good. But there's just lines. Yeah. Like, there's lines I can't cross. Yeah, I'm with you. And I was like, you know, I, I understand what they're doing. And, you know, fair play to you. And it's Japanese. And there's a different attitude towards sex and sexuality. Fine. But it's not for me. No. It makes my, my mouth is now dry. Like, even thinking about it. Yeah. It, it, I hate that. It made me feel weird, folks. Mm. A while, mm. actually. Mm. And exactly why I've not put it back on. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame. 
really. Yeah. Because I like anthology films as a whole. Um, the VHS mm. films, have you seen those? Uh, I've seen the first one. Oh, I, didn't, I haven't seen the other ones. They're so good. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah, I'm a fan of an anthology. That's actually how I got my uh, my in into uh, the comics. Oh, really? The comics biz. Yeah, my first comics writing job. My second, uh, my 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 first of of two comics writing jobs thus far. Um, but yeah, writing for a um a noir set in Toy Town called um oh my god I've forgotten what it's called. That's so bad of me. That's really bad. Um, so it meant a lot to you. I mean, it really no, genuinely it really did. But I I, I want to say Toyberg, and it's not it's not called that at all. It'll it'll come to me later. I'm so sorry, Brett. Brett, the creator of this thing that I've just completely left my mind. That's gonna that, that's gonna come back to haunt me. Yeah. I mean, if it makes you feel better, I do that frequently, and it will really show. Just turn next to your wife, you know. Hey, yeah, Pam. Doing this podcast, it will show because I forget actors, I forget directors, even if they're my favourites. Really? Yeah, constantly. I'm fine if I'm thinking about it, but if I'm discussing it, yeah, um, uh, my brain works slower than uh, torso bear is what it was called. Torso bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I was in volume three. That sounds horror related. Um, it was well, it was yeah. It's, it's kind of like a murder mystery. Um, but but like almost kid friendly and set in toy town. So there was no swears. Okay. Um, and the and the horror was uh, the horror was kind of a lot of it was implied. And and when it was horror, it was happening to toys. Okay. So it's like it's kind of fine. Um, and I I got to write. I, the first time uh, I, I pitched for for volume two, um, and it was like a story about a a mannequin, uh, not a mannequin, uh, like a like a um, puppet, and it was kind of riffing on the Killing Joke, and he was like, it doesn't really fit with what we're doing, and it's not it's it, it's not um, it's a bit too close to the Killing Joke, and it's in a comic, so it just feels a bit. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, fair enough, and he's like, but please, please pitch again. So the th- the next time uh, when Volume 3 came around, I was like, hey, what about the first ever toys? And he was like, what? And I was like, what about the first ever toys? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, like a hoop or a straw doll or something. And and talking about like um, like a pay- essentially a pagan cult who worshipped the old toys. So like all these misfit toys who kind of basically, without spoiling it too much, Toyberg falls under a totalitarian regime. And so there's these kind of people that have gone back to the old ways and they worship the straw doll, which everyone's like, oh, it's inanimate. It's it's just it's just a straw doll. Um, but people think it has power because it's one of the first toys. There's, okay. like a, there's like a rock with a face on it and, and yeah, like carved stuff. And uh, this guy kind of joins a cult, this cult. And um, but it turns out it's it's a bit of a it's a sting operation. OK, so they, they, they kind of tag. They follow him. He's a Duplo brick. who's like a good boy. <laughs> and he does what he's done. And he goes to his job and he's like, he just longs for more. So he joins this cult. And uh, yeah, it's like a sting operation. And the secret, like the Gestapo turn up <laughs> and uh, yeah, they set fire to to this place. And then you think you see the uh, straw doll move a little bit and you're like what was it alive ah crazy but yeah Absolutely. anyway subtlety's king yeah yeah well I'm, I'm don't have any but <laughs> I've heard it's a it's a good thing anyway enough about me boasting about my comic my illustrious comics <laughs> career yeah so I'd say probably the first thing that made me truly scared well the first thing, the, the first bit of media that made me truly scared was listening to uh, books on tape Okay. Cassettes. Do you remember them, kids? Cassettes. Yeah, vaguely. <laughs> and um, Return there's, to Oz. There's some big versions there. Oh, good lord. Look at those VHSs. Yeah. Lovely. Um, so, yeah, it was Return to Oz and the Wheelers. 
Oh, I remember very well. Yeah, and so I'd go to sleep with these tapes on, and I'd have these horrific dreams about these wheelers, and like so squeaky wheels used to kind of freak me out for a little bit. Dude, those things are fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah, even in the film. Well, I've never seen the film oh, because shit. because I'm like I don't want to have Norm style flashbacks to these to these tapes I listened to as a kid, um, and I found a lot of these stories on YouTube. There was like a whole series of them, and I was listening. I was like. It brought me right back to being yeah. like six. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, that, and, and I think when I was eight, I watched an episode of, I think it was Sliders. Oh, okay. And there was this symbiote and it went down your throat. It was like this kind of thing and it went down your throat and controlled you. And it was the first time I'd ever been exposed to the idea of a parasite. Oh, man. Yeah. And a symbiotic relationship. And it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. I, I moved my bed to the middle of my bedroom and I spent four hours just checking all the corners of my room. Just being like, no, they're going to get me. They're going to get me when I sleep and I need to be awake. I had yeah. a similar experience with... Um, do you remember going to the video shop when you were younger? Yeah, yeah. Staring all the video cases. Obviously, I used to spend a lot of time in the horror section. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of VHS cases from films stick out in my mind. Mm. And there's one particular one, I'm not 100% sure I remember the title. It was maybe Shiver or Shivers. Okay. Or something. But the cover was a woman in a shower and there was these like worm things coming out of the shower and burrowing under her skin. Oh, right. These were like the proper... Do you remember when they used to paint? Yeah, they yeah. They were like hand-painted mm-hmm. VHS covers. and like, oh, Amazing. Stuff. Yeah. But that's what it was. And that used to freak me out every time I was in the shower. Yeah. I used to get under the shower, get wet, get the fuck out of Yeah, yeah. Again. I used to stand at the end, washing, <laughs> just run back in again, run back yeah. in. Yeah. Absolutely terrified me, that did. Mad. Yeah, it's weird. Weird, the things that, uh, that get you. Yeah. Very weird. But I think there's really been a horror that's really like scared me. I've I've had this weird sort of like relationship with horror films because I didn't really get into anything until I was about eighteen, nineteen. Okay. Um, predominantly because I, I was just scared. Like I, I played a few horror games. I played Resident Evil Two, and the liquor came down from the ceiling, and yes. I was like, I, I no, thank you. Yes. Don't don't want any part Do of this. Remember the thing video game. No. On PS Two, I believe. No, no. I, I was a I was a Nintendo boy. Stunning. Yeah, stunning game, really good. Cool. We should do a podcast about horror games because I have a really like interesting inroads to horror games. Mate, I'll have to get my mate Dan Ellis down for that one because he used to play all those. Yeah, yeah. I think he still does. I think he still has old consoles. Yeah. So I think he still plays a lot of those games. And I didn't until until fairly fairly late in my life. but yeah, like I was, I, I, I kind of, I was introduced to horror films at about sixteen, uh, from a girlfriend at the time who uh, thought she was possessed by demons. True okay. story. Um, and I came from a heavily Christian family. Like I was baptized at fourteen. Right. Very evangelical, happy, clappy. Uh, well, I'm going to play my instruments for Jesus, sort nice. of thing. They were, for want of a better expression, grooming me to become a, a pastor. Oh, really? Cause were, yeah, because I loved being in front of people and having attention, which okay. is why I'm in so many podcasts, and a drummer, and a comedian, and like, other bits. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh no, we can't, we can't watch horror films because that's the pathway to the devil, and he'll get you. Um, and then uh, this girlfriend like showed me her boobs quite a lot so I was like alright I'll do literally whatever you want yeah. um, so it was like a real life 80s horror film yeah 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 and so we just watched all like these schlocky like horror films and, and films that are kind of horror like it was the first time I ever saw The Crow horror and Jason and yeah yeah and, and like all the Friday the 13th movies okay. and stuff like that 
Um, Some of my favourite films. I, I, I pitched. Um, I pitched a Friday the Thirteenth. No, was it a Friday the Thirteenth? Was, was it Halloween? I'm really terrible at this. Jason. Halloween, oh, that's Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, yeah. So I, I pitched a one, not to cross-promote, but for, um, there's an episode of Pitch Please, where I, I think I really kind of got an interesting take on Okay, where Jason. Uh, season three, I think. It might not even be out yet. Like, oh. it might not even be out. I, I just remember doing it. So it might be, it might be coming out, it might be after this, this next episode, so in about a month's time. Okay. But I'll, I'll, I'll record something for the, pre, for the post on this when when the when the episode's out for whenever that is Friday the Thirteenth yeah being into horror like in my in my later life so I didn't really see a lot of these films until I was older so they didn't really scare me no. and then um, my my friend as I said he's very seasonal so he's like we're gonna watch all the Friday the Thirteenth so we're gonna watch all the Halloween films we're gonna watch this so I we'd sit there and we'd kind of tear it apart like in the nicest way but yeah we, that's what we do and we watch like demons and and stuff like that and demons is awesome it's a brilliant film it's an awesome film but when i was 19 i got into zombie movies in a big way i was fully convinced the zombie apocalypse was going to happen you and me both um when i was t- <laughs> this is such an embarrassing story i've told this on on a couple of podcasts before when i was 21 i was really quite heavily depressed and i'd have like these manic moments and i and i basically lived with my best mate in sheerness and it was a night where I didn't pull, which was quite rare when I was 21 because I was actually quite, I used to be quite attractive. Um, and I went to bed, smashed. And I woke up hungover and there was a girl outside who must have been on some kind of crack. <laughs> and she was just, she was just going, ah, ah, like that. And I was like, it's happening. This is it. Yeah. So I reached under my bed, got the katana, started filling up the bathtub so we had four weeks of water, yes. and then sat on the end of my best friend's bed. He, he he reports that he found me topless with a sword and just shaking. And he's like, you're right. I said, yeah, no, I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good, mate. Yeah, I'm all good. And he's like, are you are you all right? I'm like, yeah, 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 good, good. I'm, I'm great. I'm great. It's all fine. And he was like, you, you've got a sword. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and the bath's running as well. He's yeah. like... What? I've stashed all the crisps. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, the, the apocalypse is happening. Uh, the zombies, there's, there's one outside. I'm, I'm going to go and kill it in a minute. And he's like, right, show me where the zombie is. And at that point, I like click back into like not being as manic. I was like, oh no, it's cool. Uh, I'm going to bed now. Um, you might want to empty the bathtub. Cheers. And then, yeah, it was fine. But I was fully convinced <laughs> it was happening. So I watched, I watched so many zombie movies. Yeah. So many fucking zombie movies. Um, and I'd say my favourite still to this day is uh, we could do a whole thing on zombie movies. We should. Um, the zombie thing. Diaries, yeah. which is a, a film that not a lot of people know because it's quite it's quite indie. But um, it was directed by Michael Bartlett. I want to say I think that's his name, Michael Bartlett. He happens to be very good friends with uh, my mate Kev. Right. And um, he came from he came down from the from the US a couple of years ago. So I actually got to meet him and was like genuinely one of my favourite zombie movies um yeah just phenomenal yeah yeah there's some great zombie movies mm. dawn of the dead yeah and even the remakes really really good mm-hmm. I, I really like the original night of the living dead night of the living um, dead yes and uh, return of the living dead the first yeah. one that fucking betamax tape monster Dude, that is under the stairs that is such a bizarre film <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah it's mad it's really? mad not even really zombies yeah <laughs> just sort of these unliving undead things things that are revived by a gas but yeah the tape the, 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 I call it the tape monster because it looks like wet Betamax tape <laughs> yeah. but the thing that lives under the stairs 
really weird. I don't know what it is. It's like because it's like it's almost smiling. Yeah. Yeah, really freak me out. Yeah, there's really some, great, out. some great zombie films. Of course, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead's incredible. It's a good zombie film. Not yeah. just a good comedy, mm-hmm. but a really good zombie film. Yeah, 100% now is the tone. 100% e- now Easily tone. one of the best. Cool. So that's like my history with horror. Sweet. As, as quickly as I could have I could have given you. What about, what about you? So you said you were kind of watching as a kid. Yeah, I've watched horror pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um... Started off with the obvious Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I used to love that when I was younger. I still find that pr- not unnerving, but out of all the horror films, yeah. like those franchises, easily the scariest. Like, you imagine not being able to sleep mm. because if you fall asleep, you're going to be cut to ribbons. Yeah, and it was loosely based on a real story too. Laos. Laos? I don't know. You're not going to talk about the Russian sleep experiment, are you? No, 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 no. Okay. MK Ultra. (laughs) (laughs) No, certainly not. Um, Young Laotian men were dying in their sleep. Okay. But only the ones that had immigrated to uh, the US. Okay. Yeah, and they were reporting, like, dreams where they were flying and weird shit like that and they were actually like a big spate of it like people dying yeah only young men how strange yeah it's really strange yeah I may be wrong there I may have got two stories (laughs) I may be lying I'm just I'm just halfway through that I thought no wait was that the thing (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that our listeners will tell us if we're we're wrong I'll look that up afterwards okay good uh, I'll put an amendment we'll fact check at the end of each uh, end of each episode let me just tell you ahead of time fact checking not my strong point yeah that's fine I will just gabble on and then yeah figure it out later hundo yeah. Does this have like a point of contact? Are we gonna are you set anything up? Uh, I will do. Yeah. I'll, cool. Uh, I'll set up an Instagram. Excellent. And uh, probably a Twitter. Cool. And probably a Facebook. Look at look at him. Because look at I'm him go. I'm I'm a big fan of social media. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell by my personal Instagram, which has nearly four thousand posts on Jesus. it. Jesus, <laughs> I've only just joined, so you're, gotta, you're being pretty prolific though. I've got to catch really. up. It's good. Well, I'm being really picky. I I have my 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 shit X Man power. Obviously, you know when I turned eighteen, I was like, oh no, no laser eyes, no spikes coming out of my my skin. I must have a mutant power because clearly I'm special and different from everyone yeah. else. Turns out I'm a really good Instagram boyfriend, so I can take pictures of people and places and make them look phenomenal with very little effort from them. I'm naturally brilliant at phone photography, um, and I don't know why. Because I've never really taken a course. Like I did, I studied media as a as, as a teenager. But yeah, just naturally really fucking great at taking photos. So I kind of just got to a point. Where I was like, it's time to use my powers for good, and use it on myself. It. <laughs> so secretly, you're running multiple Instagram accounts Could be. for other people. <laughs> Maybe. Uh. No, it's just that I'm always the dickhead. Like whenever there's a group outing or I'm out with it, I've got a friend who lives in Brighton, and she's great, but she'll always be like. Oh, uh, this is a nice location. I'm like, yeah, okay, it's great. Why, why send it like that? Oh, I don't know. And then she like, she'll wander over to something that she wants to stand near. And I'm like, oh, uh, do, do you think I, maybe I should take a picture of you that's with my the, phone? That's the cue. Yeah, yeah. Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, behind every beautiful woman on Instagram, there's a very tired bag carrying boyfriend <laughs> who's who's done. Who's done. So, favorite franchise. Favourite horror franchise? It's got to be, unpopular opinion, 
uh, the Living Dead series purely because I, I I've had I've spent the most time in that universe. Yeah, I've, I, uh, they're the only kind of films that I've I've sat and rewatched time and time again. Um, you 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 look upset. No, not upset. Just uh, <laughs> disappointed. It's unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Not unworthy, but unusual. Not what I expected you to say. What did you expect me to say? Uh, to be honest, I expected one of the classics. Okay, I'm just trying to think. Like, if I had to pick between, if I had to pick like some of the big ones. What would I pick? Is Alien Class as a horror film? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Such a good question. Because I really like those films. I have never thought of Alien and Aliens as being horror films. Right, okay. For, I don't know why, I've just never thought of them in that way. Yeah. But everybody else seems to think that they're horror films. Okay. Which I guess they are, but like Alien, the classic haunted house. Yeah. Aliens, it's a Vietnam film. Yeah. Alien 3. No one remembers. You know, people shave their heads. Yeah. <laughs> 4, let's just not mention that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I would, yeah, okay, we say they're horror. There's some pretty horrific things in them. And some things that I class as horror, are, a lot of people wouldn't agree with me. Yeah. Like I would argue that Seven's a horror film. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, see, that's what I mean. Like, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of horror that I like. When you talk about franchises, I'm trying to think. There's there's been no film there's been no film franchise bar like Star Wars, I guess, that I have gone like religiously. I will watch every one of these films. This is phenomenal. I'll keep you know, but I guess I I guess I'd go with Friday the Thirteenth because I very notably remember the ending of I think it's the fourth one and you'll correct me I'm sure where the mask is in the ground yeah and then Freddy's hand comes up oh and drags god it. that's yeah. um, the final chapter I believe okay or Jason goes to hell no it's not Jason goes to hell because that's the uh, chrome mask yeah yeah with the uh, worm thing through it I think yeah. it's the final chapter but the hell the Hellraiser films are also very good um, oh really? Yeah. First Hellraiser is really good. First Hellraiser is great. The second one isn't bad. The third one is diabolical. I mean, there are good things about it. I think. I think the thing for me, the thing that sells me for for horror, any any horror of, of of most of most genre that isn't kind of modern, is I'm not I'm not watching it to be scared. No, me either. I'm watching it almost for the cinematography. So the reason I say, oh, the Hellraiser films are good is because if I'm thinking about what sticks out in my mind the most, the Hellraiser films have got some incredible iconography and some really good cinematography. Yeah, plus Pinhead. Plus Pinhead, yeah. And La Marchant's box, which is stunning. Yeah, yeah. The The guy, the original creator of those boxes, sells them. He still makes them, and he sells them for about 70 quid. That's right, yeah, you can. One of my... uh most wanted replicas. I don't know why I haven't got one. Yeah. Maybe because I only think about it when I'm discussing it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Phantasm? Uh, I've not seen all of them. Okay. Uh, but they're classic films. I mean, everyone loves them. I love. Everybody. I just love that they straight up stole the Jawas. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> from, literally from the set of Star Wars and just went, yeah. Also they're, the Golden Snitch. They're an enemy now. And you just went, uh, all right, okay. They are straight up Jawas. Yeah, no, we know. The Jawas always were little bastards, though, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, but they're not emissaries to hell. They, they were thieves. Yeah. They only had to go that little bit further. <laughs> um, Kidnappers and thieves. But one of my... Right, okay. One of my most favourite horror films, and this is because it is equally 
one of the worst and therefore one of the best films I've ever seen is um, Rock and Roll Nightmare. Nope, not for me. Oh, buddy, we are watching Rock and Roll Nightmare. <laughs> okay. It's fucking phenomenal. Um, I won't spoil it for you then. No, um, but yeah, basically, yeah. it's an alien invasion. Sweet. That's also a vehicle. Do you know the 80s musician Thor? Of course. Yeah. So he's in it. Ah. And the whole, the whole story is that Thor and his band, but he's not called Thor at that point, um, Thor and his band are going to a cabin in the woods, obviously, to go and write their new album. Right. And then aliens happen. And just some of the worst puppets you've ever seen. <laughs> but phenomenal. Sounds amazing. And then and then there's this twist at the end that you just, like, there's been absolutely no foreshadowing. <laughs> it just goes, this. <laughs> you go, okay. And then, yeah, Thor has a fight with a puppet. And it, it it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. It sounds amazing. It's better than The Room, in my humble opinion, for, for worst, Ooh. for best worst film. Is it better than Troll 2 for best worst film? I think, I th- yeah. Have you seen the documentary about it? I haven't Troll seen, I haven't seen the documentary. Called The Best no. Worst Film. Oh, it's really? It's excellent. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that needs to have a mention because people think of horror films and kind of the colloquial view is, you know, oh, scary films. Oh, that's horrible. But, Someone once told me that, like, if you're funny, like, if you're if you're involved in comedy in any way, and I guess I, I having done my fourth uh, stand-up gig, I guess I'm involved in comedy. Yeah, you're in there. Um, you comedic timing, and and I I I don't know if you call it horrific timing, but the timing of horror films very similar. Yeah, and that's kind of the the key to good comedy is yeah. timing. Um, and it's the same with horror. That was a joke there. That was a real joke that I did, and you didn't <laughs> laugh. And I'm 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 quite pissed off. I'll be honest. That's all right. I'll edit it out. <laughs> just just edit in a laugh track. <laughs> yes, just for that one bit. Yeah, we'll keep it going. Oh, start over, everyone. Come on, come on. <laughs> all right. All this. Start just again. a joke. It was just a joke. Everyone, calm down. I'm um, leaving. But yeah, cool. Okay, so we're we're approaching the uh, the bit where you'll have to start like really editing, which I I know is a pain in the ass. It's fine. So it's fine. It's my first ever attempt. So <laughs> it's quite easy. Um, Audacity is a bit of a bit. Why are we talking about this admin? Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about, about admin on the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. Any any more points that you wanna? Um, yeah, there was. I mean, one thing I wanted to bring up was. Uh, I mean, a lot of people, especially in the film world, Hollywood, etc. Um, horrors look down upon a little bit yeah like as not being a particularly good art it's, yeah but it's been the pioneer of many many things yeah and not least of all and you may look at me weirdly okay feminism I, okay go on I mean okay early horror not now early horror lots of TNA yeah gratuitously yeah pointlessly to pull in the young men but it also invented the final girl, the inevitable strong female lead. Okay. Laurie Strode. Right. Absolute badass. Yeah. Um, the girl whose name I can't remember from Friday the 13th. <laughs> right. And, and even okay. actually the antagonist in the original Friday the 13th, yeah. Mrs. Loomis. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> in case you haven't seen the uh, 30-year-old film. Oh, yeah, yeah. But even up to modern day, you've got... Uh, have you seen Your Next? No, I haven't. Ah, oh, the lead in that, Arian. Right, Absolute okay. badass. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... I can't... 
agree with you when you say it invented feminism. <laughs> no, I don't mean it invented. <laughs> feminism was not around before horror. But it, but I will agree that it popularised... those suffragettes? It popularised... Yeah, well, you know, when... Um, oh, God, I've forgotten her name. I'm such a terrible feminist. Uh, Emily, I'm so sorry the world but I couldn't remember a comic that I'd written so you know well, you've written down Emily Blunt it's not <laughs> I've not written down don't, Emily don't Blunt I think it's Emily Blunt <laughs> well Emily Blunt threw herself in front of the horses although uh, she was a badass at the end of A Quiet Place she was a badass at the end of A Quiet Place right hang on I'm, I'm now googling we're gonna we're gonna cut this bit suffrage I think we're gonna cut a lot we might horses. cut this whole feminism bit <laughs> When Emily Davison was knocked over by horses uh, by throwing herself in front, they did find a lot of DVD copies of Hellraiser I did 2. Hear, I did hear that. Um, it's really contrived joke. There was a John joke. Carpenter script. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should do a whole thing about John Carpenter films in oh, general. so up for that. I know there's a lot of the, a lot of John Carpenter stuff that isn't horror by, by your typical def- definition, but the thing, uh, they live... And uh, Big Trouble. The Fog. Uh, the Fog's great, yeah. It's incredibly underrated. It's, a, it's an amazing film. Yeah. One of the best ghost stories. But yeah, okay, cool. So that's that's it, yeah. I think. I think we should end it there. Okay. It's been good. We're running out of steam. <laughs> <laughs> edit that podcast down to about 15 minutes of horror talk. That's a tight 15, mate. That's a tight 15. <laughs> okay, so this podcast will be about horror. This is... Not going to be a typical episode. This was just a yeah, a shoot the shit kind of uh, absolutely warm up. Do kaiju movies count as horror? Absolutely. Excellent. All right, I've got lots. To talk Except about. Pacific Rim. I don't know if we can fuck Pacific shoot Rim on that into absolutely uh, fuck Pacific horror. Rim. I don't. Oh, I don't want to talk about. It. I fucking hate <laughs> Pacific Rim. I hate it so much. But uh, oh, it makes me mad. Is it why? I, I hate it. Because it's so right. It's the apocalypse. Uh, just, no, cancel the apocalypse. Just, oh, okay. If we're gonna, right, okay, fine. We'll, we'll talk about why I hate. We'll alienate the fan base already. It's it's not a good example of anything. <laughs> the second not, one's a pretty good example of a Transformers movie. It's not a good. It's not a good example of a mech movie. It's not a good example of a kaiju movie. No. It's not a good example of a like a Japanese adaptation of a, of a Western adaptation of a Japanese concept. Um, the Tumblrites went mental. They're like, "Let's say die that." Like, it's it's not. It's like American anime. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And it's it's just just awful. Just awful. Just watch a Godzilla film. And 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 like, the, I feel about monster movies the same way I feel about horror, especially old horror. But new monster movies, I think, still get the free pass because. Monster movies have a function. That function is you watch a monster fight another monster or you watch people escaping from the monster. The monster is the central focus of the movie. Godzilla 2014 was a fucking masterpiece because we saw two monsters fight. That's all we went, all we needed to see. I disagree. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I, I can't I've stand got, that film. I've got three words for you. Fire, vomit, decapitation. <laughs> That's... Sort of redeems everything. Okay, yeah, One of the greatest scenes in all of cinema... Godzilla just looking down the throat of an opponent and just going, no! Yeah, that bit's pretty good. <laughs> but with that. fire. But the whole film is just ridiculously convenient and the characters get across the world in minutes for no reason. Have you seen any other Godzilla movies? Of course. Right. Matthew Broderick, baby. Come on now. Never, ever say that again. 98 Godzilla. 
ever. You're just trying to upset me now. This is why we're not doing a kaiju podcast. Uh, right. All uh, serious this, uh, Shin Godzilla? Shin Godzilla was fucking great. Good man. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it was brilliant. What I'd really like... Uh, we, we should do... Uh, an episode on, on, on films that we want to see made I'd really love to see a Bloodborne or a Dark Souls film made okay. uh, because the lore is phenomenal and there's a lot of scope for horror more so in Bloodborne than in, than in Dark Souls but Dark Souls is still can still be terrifying I'll tell you a word for that I'm not a gamer that's okay I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> you you're you're better looking and in better shape than I am. So clearly someone's spending their time doing something more worthwhile. You're half right. <laughs> I just carry the weight while I am it's really fine. good looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's a joke. That's a real joke. Okay. Oh. And at that point we shall end this uh... Can we do a script like I uh, I want you. I'm just giving you more editing work. Okay. When we say goodbye we should say thanks for listening to and then just get a different scream from a movie Will because Hyam. yeah no but first one yes but we i want a different scream okay. every time okay uh, because the acronym of the podcast is ah i like it so right, so yeah so like thanks for listening to he's been paul vinton and he's been uh, mike <laughs> my corvus yeah that's that's right well done see i told you bear with names i've read a fucking comic book i'll have you know <laughs> i'm leaving <laughs>